0: Hey guys, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Got a very exciting show for you today. It's a topic that I've wanted to cover for some time now, and we're lucky enough to have a guest in today to speak to us about meditation and mindfulness. Now, meditation, daily meditation is something that I've had in my routine now for the last 12 to 18 months, and I've seen huge benefits from it. So I know you guys are going to benefit from today's episode and get a good insight into what mindfulness and meditation is all about. So make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already leave a review on today's episode if you enjoy it and also share it with your friends. But for now, let's get stuck into the interview. All right, Jade, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, for the listeners, just to give them a bit of background on yourself, do you want to do a bit of an intro about what you do and kind of what you're all about?
1: Sure. Um, so, hi, everyone. I'm Jade and I'm Well, I'm a provisional psychologist, Yep. um, and in my personal and professional life, I'm passionate about mindfulness, and I currently run um, a Sangha, which is a community of of, um, like-minded people who get together to learn about mindfulness and to practice together and learn from each other. I do that once a week.
0: Fantastic, so in the intro I mentioned a little bit about how today we're going to go into some mindfulness stuff, Um, I guess your definition of mindfulness and and what it's all about Um, but also how people at home can get stuck into uh, meditation if they've never tried it before and also just to give them a bit of uh, a better understanding about kind of what it all is because I think especially now um, it's getting more and more popular for people to do meditation for the word mindfulness to be mentioned whereas in the past it wasn't really talked about as Mm -hmm. much especially with people being a bit more open now about mental health and um, depression and stuff as well. So I guess the first question I've got for you would be what is your definition of mindfulness? My definition of
1: mindfulness Um, Well, the best way to describe mindfulness is to be mindful of something, so we're never mindful of nothing, we're always mindful of something. Um, So right now I'm mindful of my body sitting in the chair, I'm mindful of my feet connected to the earth, and I'm mindful of the conversation that I'm having with you. Mm -hmm. So I suppose um, a lot of the time most human beings have their mind and their body separate yep. so their body in one place but their mind is either in the past or in the future Okay. Um, and for me I feel that brings about quite a lot of tension and stress and yeah. unhappiness yep. so mindfulness is bringing the mind back into the body into the here and now yep. so that you're aware or your attention is with whatever it is that you're doing in this moment
0: yeah fantastic and how I guess I think because I I started to get into meditation, I'd say, and and I guess trying to be a bit more mindful of mindfulness about Mm. 12 to 18 months ago. And I'm personally someone that struggles to switch off to really kind of just completely switch off and and I guess be mindful. So Mm. I feel as though it's easier said than done. So how does someone actually achieve mindfulness or how can they take the steps to trying to achieve mindfulness anyway? Mm.
1: Um, I think one of the things that... Perhaps puts people off mindfulness is this idea that you need to sit down on a cushion and breathe deeply and clear your mind of thoughts. Yeah. Um, And it's interesting that you say switch off because for me, mindfulness (coughs) is actually the opposite, it's switching on. Right. So it's switching on to everything that's happening in the here and now. Okay. Um, The beautiful thing about mindfulness is it's not something that is in the future that you're working towards to achieve. It's something that you can be practicing in any moment and you can start practicing it right now. Yeah. So the way that you start practicing it is to become aware of what it is that you're doing right now. And one of the simplest ways to do that, and I do this quite often, is to say out loud to yourself, I'm walking or I'm eating or I'm reading. Yeah. And it sounds quite silly, but um, the simplicity of that, Statement can be enough to bring your mind into the moment.
0: Okay, so almost being just completely conscious of exactly what you're doing yeah. at the present time. Yeah. Right. Awesome. And so, what about like, um, say for example, you're literally doing nothing. Mm. You're just sitting at home, or you are trying to just relax and and think of nothing, and and even like before bed, for example, you're trying to just yeah. completely switch off from the day. What are some steps that you can take to actually reach that state where you are I don't know, if I I feel like it's uh you know, for example myself if I'm trying to if I'm just walking or just laying down and I say to myself, I'm just laying down hmm. straight away I'll have like another ten thoughts that pop up in my head about what I've got on tomorrow, what I've got to yeah. do tonight, whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. So um clearing the mind of thoughts is a is I don't want to say an impossible task, but it's an extremely challenging task. Okay. And if you, if, if you have the idea that mindfulness is about clearing your mind of thoughts, then it's not something that you'll ever do because it okay. just feels too much. It feels Rough. too challenging. So rather than clearing the mind of thoughts, um, it's about changing the relationship that you have with your thoughts. So when you're lying down and you say to yourself, okay, I'm laying down, and then you give yourself that time to rest, and then you find that all the thoughts start coming into your mind, um, just notice them. Yep. So one of the classic analogies that's used a lot in Buddhism and um, mindful practice is this idea of clouds floating in the sky and likening the thoughts to the clouds. Okay. So I think where we make the mistake is we take a hold of those thoughts, we hold on to them, yep. and then we expand on them. So right. instead of just being a, an individual thought, it becomes a sequence of and thoughts. It and go. then we're thinking. Yeah. And so then we're completely out of the moment and we're in the past or we're in the future. So rather than thinking that you have to get to the stage where those thoughts no longer come, you're getting to the stage where you're just saying hello to them, and you're just allowing them to come and go.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Now, I mentioned also that I've been getting into meditation, and um, I've mentioned it a number of times on the podcast, and I've had a fair few people uh, message me or email and ask me how I started it, and also like kind of... How you even get into it? So yeah. when I did it, I, I think the first app that I tried was Headspace. Mm. Um, now I, you know, use a bunch of different apps, or I might even just use uh, um, an audio file, or even like a video off YouTube, and obviously just listen to the to the audio of it. Yeah. Um, I like to mix it up a little bit. But uh, what's your experience with meditation?
1: Um, well, I have both a formal and an informal practice of meditation. Yep. Um, firstly, meditation and mindfulness, in my experience and in my learning, are not separate. Okay. So if you're, um, if you're practicing mindfulness and you're aware of whatever it is that you're doing in this moment, so let's say you're going for a walk mm-hmm. and you're aware of your steps on the ground, you're aware of the birds perhaps singing or the leaves rustling in the trees or the, yep. you know the feel of the breeze on your face, That's mindfulness, and that is a meditation. Yeah. So I think it's really important that we get rid of the concept that we're only meditating if we're sitting on a cushion and we're trying to clear our mind of thoughts and we're closing our eyes because it's not the case. It's not the case, yeah. No. Um, So the apps are really good if you feel like you need guidance. Okay, yeah. Um, But I actually really enjoy silent practice. Okay. So one of the simplest ways is first thing in the morning you can start by taking three deep breaths. So I think a lot of people and myself included we have the tendency to wake up and bang the thoughts arrive, we check our phone, emails arrive, text messages arrive, we're straight into action. Yeah. And we don't actually take the time to greet the day. Okay. And the way that you set up the the morning has the capacity to create either peace and happiness or chaos and and tension for the rest of the day. So three deep breaths in the morning, or even one, if that's all you can manage, is enough to just set up a little bit more peace, a little bit more mindfulness.
0: Okay, and so I'm going to come back to exactly how people can get stuck in a meditation for the first time in a second. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, as you mentioned, that's that's a form of it there. But um, I was going to ask you this a little bit later in the show, but so... You do you have like a morning ritual that you stick to each morning to start your day in the best way possible? Whether it's um uh, you know affirmations, whether it is the deep breathing, whether you do a, mm. a a set amount of time for meditation, do you write down goals for the day? Like what what is your morning ritual? And do you think it's important for people to have one?
1: I do. Yeah, I'm a quite a firm believer in a morning ritual because as yep. I said, I feel like it sets up the rest of the day. Yeah. So, I don't have a strict morning ritual, but one of the things that I do like to do in the morning is just have a little bit of time to greet the day. Okay. So, there's actually a lot happening when you wake up in the morning.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I live in Bayside and there are lots of beautiful birds that are singing outside the window first thing in the morning. So, I like cool. to just lay in bed for a moment, listen to the birds. Yeah. And just tune into my body, just feel where the tension is, where I feel more relaxed um just have a couple of moments for myself before i have a conversation with another person before i respond to a message yeah and then once i've done that i like to move my body that's a really okay. important part of my morning ritual yeah um, and i often find that the movement helps with the formal practice so okay. if there are people who are interested in doing a formal practice and what i mean by that is sitting on a meditation cushion and meditating mm. in the more sort of traditional sense Yep. Yeah then the movement can help to just quieten the mind and make okay. meditation feel a little bit less challenging.
0: Right. Mm. Okay, cool. Um, and so for someone that is... So so someone was getting to meditation for the first time and they're, um, I guess, not someone that can do it without um, some guidance, mm-hmm. what are some of the best ways to get started and how long should people be trying to meditate for? Like I know some days, whether it's the fact that I can't, Kind of um, get in the right mindset to do it, or whether I'm just busy, I might do it for you know as little as three or four minutes. Yeah. Or whereas other days I might do ten minutes plus. Um, it just depends on the day. So, mm. what is kind of the length that people should be meditating for, and how can they get into it for the first time? Is there an app that you can recommend? Or,
1: um, I really like Headspace. Yeah. I've used Headspace quite a lot. Yeah. That's a really nice one to use before bed. Hmm. Um. And. There is no set time that we should be meditating for. Okay. I practice in a similar way to you, sometimes okay. three or four minutes, mm-hmm. sometimes 10, sometimes 20, it just depends how much time I feel I have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if we have the idea that we need to practice for 30, 40, 50 minutes, and it's really unlikely to happen on a daily basis, Okay. but if you go, okay, I'm gonna practice for three minutes a day, then that regularity is um, going to create a different sort of habit. So then when you're in when you're walking, when you're eating, when you're having a conversation with another person, mindfulness is more likely to be present. Okay. So that's why the formal practice is important. Mm. And I would say regularity is more important than length. Okay. So if you're doing, you know, an hour once a fortnight, that's not as good as three minutes every day, in my right. opinion. Okay. Mm.
0: And do you think there's a certain time of the day that's better than others to do it like do you think the morning's better than the afternoon or do you think it's kind of just whenever you feel like you need it
1: yeah i would say whenever you feel like you need it i quite like either mid-morning or late afternoon, so around sunset okay um the, the quieter times of the day yep really early morning is beautiful too because it's a very still time of day
0: Right, Yeah. Um, and I, I also find sometimes like I try and do mine in the morning, mm. um, some days it doesn't happen, Yeah. but then I found when I first started I didn't really have a set time that I was doing it and every now and then I felt like it really helped in the middle of the day or towards the end of the day when there'd been a lot going on during the day or yeah. um, even if I still had a lot to do for the rest of the day, just that kind of quick break to do a bit of meditation and and just have that time where you're not thinking of work, where you're not thinking of what you've got coming up next, seem yeah. to really help. Mm. Um, and I don't know, um, I don't know whether this is true or not, but I remember someone telling me, or maybe I heard it on a a video, or maybe even a podcast, that even that split second, if you can get that split second of just nothing, mm. it makes you know, even if that's in you know, a 20 minute meditation, you get one second where you're completely switched off. That's just as much of a benefit of of doing it you know, for the whole 20 minutes being switched off. Is that kind of true or?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful if you're having those moments where you're just kind of dwelling in mm. nothing. Yeah, how good. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a beautiful experience to have. And the, the meditation can be happening regularly throughout the day. Like, for example, you know, you can be working at the computer and maybe you have a timer that goes off every 45 minutes and when the timer goes off, you just stop stop what you're doing completely close your eyes and take one deep breath you know and that in itself is is a meditation practice
0: yeah unreal and another question uh this is something that i've been wondering myself is what what's the best i guess body position to be in when you're meditating because like in the morning i do it as soon as i wake up and for me i don't know whether i whether this is right or wrong but i always do it laying down Mm -hmm. Because I just feel like, one, I can't be bothered (laughs) getting up yet. And two, I just feel like I can relax a lot more when I'm laying down and I can really feel my arms and legs just doing nothing and just relaxing compared to sitting up. I almost feel like I hold a lot more tension trying to sit Mm. up straight and hold my posture while I'm also trying to relax.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think um, sitting can be hard unless you're sitting comfortably. Mm. So if you are practicing sitting meditation, it's really, really important that you're comfortable Um, You want to, you know, have your back up nice and straight so that you can stay alert because meditation is not about sort of going into your happy place and just kind of hanging out there. Yeah. Um, It is a a concentrated practice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, laying down is a good option if you find that you get back tension or your body just gets sore. Another option is to sit on the edge of a cushion so that your tailbone is turned down. Which creates more of... um, Um, stability in your spine in your spine yeah yeah but you just want to make sure that your knees feel okay that they're as close to the ground as possible and if they're not put some blankets under your knees okay and you want to make sure that your shoulders and your neck are nice and relaxed because if there's any tension then that's going to to interrupt
0: interrupt it yeah the
1: the practice the practice should be enjoyable
0: yeah definitely Mm. And now, is this a myth or not? Is it a bad thing? Not bad, but mm-hmm. do you still get the benefit of meditation if you do it at night and every time you do it at night, you fall asleep? So my girlfriend, for example, would mm. do it at night and she just falls asleep. And I was just saying that's why I don't do it in the afternoon or evening anymore is because every time yeah. I would try and meditate at night, I would just fall asleep like mm. before it's even over. Yeah. Is, that, is it still worth doing if you fall asleep every time you do it or do you prefer to do it when you can stay awake the whole time?
1: Um, Look, I remember one of my teachers saying to me one day, if you're doing it at night and you're falling asleep, it's because you need to sleep. And so I think, you know, we can overcomplicate things sometimes. Um, I would say that meditation or a mindfulness practice at night can be really helpful for people who struggle to sleep. Mm. So if it helps your girlfriend to fall asleep, then it's a a useful practice in itself. Yeah. Um, However, it is also... Um, you know, part of meditation and part of mindfulness is this alert, alert awake yeah. mind yeah. that is, you know, present for it's the experience that it's yeah. having in the moment. Yeah. And so, in that sense, you know, it might be good to try it sitting up first thing yeah. in the morning or at a time where she feels more awake.
0: Okay, cool. Mm. And have you had any, I guess, case studies or, uh, I can't remember whether you mentioned it at the start, but you mm. you obviously work with people. Um, you said like a bit of a community, a group where you get together and do mindfulness. Mm. Have you had anyone that's come in to see you that has struggled with whether it be depression, anxiety, over stress from work, yeah. and you've seen them, you've seen the benefits of the the meditation and mindfulness help them
1: from yeah. when they started. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think um, one of the one of the things about mindfulness is that we are mindful to the the beautiful moments in our experience and the pleasant feelings but we're also mindful of the unpleasant feelings okay yeah um and i suppose one of the the things that can that can um make suffering bigger or make it continue is the the running away from it okay yeah and when you're mindful of it you're present to the experience you're aware of it Mm -hmm. you say hello to it yeah um and you don't run away from it, and quite often what happens is it it softens or it drops away. Okay. Yeah. Um, because you know it's when we shine the light on something, we can see that it's not as big or as yeah definitely. overwhelming as we imagine it to Give be. Give it
0: the attention that it needs. Give it the attention
1: yeah. that it needs. Yeah. Amazing. Mm.
0: Well, Jade, that's all I really have have to ask about. I think okay. I think there's a lot there today, especially for those that haven't really thought of doing it or even those that are Mm. thinking about meditating taking mindfulness a little bit more seriously Um, Mm. there's a lot in this interview today that people will be able to take away which is what I wanted to get out of the show which is awesome that's great Um, so yeah I really do appreciate you coming in today and and taking the time to chat with me Mm. Um, if there's anything else you reckon you can add that can help people's experience or um, or maybe help them get into mindfulness before we wrap up is there anything else that you can think of
1: um Just, I think the most important thing to to be aware of is that mindfulness and meditation is something that you can start right now, here in this moment. It's not something that you need to work towards or necessarily learn how to do. Just be aware of what you're doing in this moment and Mm. then that's a practice of mindfulness, that's a practice of meditation. So it's something that everybody can access in their own way. And another thing that I wouldn't mind adding is that Um, use your strengths to introduce you to mindfulness Mm -hmm. so i feel that everybody has a particular environment or conditions that help them to be mindful more naturally okay so for some people it's exercise for some people it's working in the garden for some people it's talking to their children yeah so start there and just notice your mindfulness and then expand that out to other contexts
0: fantastic Well, Jade, again, thank you very much. And for those that are listening today, thank you so much for tuning in. As I mentioned at the start of the show, if you haven't subscribed already, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, And if you've enjoyed today's episode, because I know a lot of you will, take a screenshot of the show today on your phone and post it on your Instagram story or share the link on Facebook or even just tell a friend. Uh, And good luck with your meditation and mindfulness journey. I'll chat to you guys in the next episode.